And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to it, Chewing the Fat. Happy Halloween. If you celebrate, if you don't, you're a loser. If you don't, you're a loser. I, you know, you're a loser. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. But if you don't celebrate, you're a loser. So we've been trying to get a hold of Russ McCamey, uh, the owner and inside uh, guy of uh, McCamey Manor, who has been in big trouble uh, the last few days because he's got a petition. That are, I mean, tens of thousands, multiple tens of thousands, 60,000, 70,000 signatures I now, now want to close them down. Uh, a private, this change.org, uh, shut down McCamey Manor. And uh, it's been open. He had one in California. Now he's got one in Tennessee. And I think uh, he's got one in Alabama, too. I think he has multiple places. Uh, and we've been trying to get a hold of him. And uh, since he's been under fire, for uh, trying to get shut down, we missed each other. Uh, we, we tried to cross paths yesterday, and we missed each other. So I'm hoping that uh, we get uh, we get rushed today. He's, you know, he has our phone number. He has the inside uh, CTF hotline phone number. We're awaiting his call. So I'm hoping that Russ can call because I really am fascinated by the torture chamber the uh, horror house, the house of horrors, the house of pain that is McCamey Manor. And I really am fascinated. Now, the, yesterday, we called uh, because he was supposed to be on with us yesterday and uh, uh, so that I could have the interview for today, right? So, and we were going to record it yesterday and, you know, air it today. And we never got a hold of him. But this is the reason that he gave on his voicemail. When we call, Patrick from McCamey Manor. Hey, by the way, don't leave a message because I'm not going to be able to get back to you. I unfortunately, mean, with all the crazy we did, phone though, calls that I've been receiving lately. So, if you're looking to take a tour, it's real simple. All you need to do is go to the Close McCamey Manor group. It's the one when you type in McCamey Manor, you're going to see about. 20 some thousand members. It's that particular page. You need to make sure you answer all the questions to be selected into the page. And once you do that, contact one of the admins the promo or the, the moderators and let them know that you're interested in taking a tour. I mean, get and get to it. Let me hear the beep. A screening <laughs> to see if you're the kind of guy or gal that we need here at McCainy Man. No, I want to hear the beep so I can leave a message. That's it for now. Thanks for calling. And we'll see you guys down the road. Take care. Beep. Hey, Russ. (laughs) So I'm hoping to get a hold of Russ here. No problem. But uh, while we await and keep our fingers crossed that we can talk to Russ from uh, McCamey Manor, uh, I saw where in Virginia that they have uh, uh, a city uh, has now facing, uh, put up a new law that uh, if you're over 12 years of age, you're facing jail time for trick-or-treating. Come on now. I mean, I get that at some point you're too old to trick-or-treat, and I'm not sure what that age is, 40, 45, 50. At some point, I mean, when you, as 
people come up to your house and you're giving out candy and then the crowd of the high schoolers come up that are, you know, 17, 18 year olds, you feel kind of like, okay, well, here's one little candy bar. Get out of here. Got to careful though, because the eggs and the toilet paper. I know. Come right you after. Can't, uh, thank you. I know. And the shaving cream. And, and the, so I'm going to give you a couple of hints uh, before we leave today on how to, uh, on how to, on how to get your kids more candy and how to either save you some money or get you more candy as an adult at your home. These are just helpful hints from me to you. I mean, it's, uh, it's, they're tried and true tested ways of Halloween marketing for you and your family. And I'm going to do that on Chewing the Fat, and I'm going to do that just for you. Okay? I know. I know you're welcome. But it makes me wonder what, how is too, what is too old. When we were, when, you know, 100 years ago when we were little kids, we used to go out and- You didn't have candy back in the day. You never, well, people gave you-, you apples. People gave you apples and oranges. And, stuff. and by the way, speaking of that, by the way, uh, really, the poison candy scare and- It's back, uh, baby. The apples and the, the uh, Halloween sadism that we're supposed to be so scared of. Um, guess what? Just uh, so news. we're clear- uh, there haven't been uh, any substantiated cases of when a child was seriously injured, let alone killed by Halloween treats. And this guy's a liar. No, I am not. There is not. That is not. The, the truth is there hasn't been any, any cases. You look like an proven. idiot. You look like an idiot if you believe that it's true. Okay? That's true. You can, Thank you. You can still be... You can still be, you know, concerned about your children and, you know, look over the candy and be concerned, but it's all hogwash. So I don't need to take it to the police department so that they can scan it for me? You know what? If you may, if it makes you feel better, you go right ahead. Because I heard about that. Police stations, they're like, hey, you could bring your candy and, yes, and we could scan it for you. Hospitals would let you bring it in and yeah. run it through the- By the way, if the hospital is running that through the x-ray machine, who's paying for that? Oh, your insurance. Oh, my insurance. Your insurance. My insurance paying for that. That's why you don't give the insurance card. No, I, I don't have any insurance, and then they just do it for you. I mean, it's ser- seriously silly. There have been people that have been hurt around Halloween that have now been proven that that was fake. It wouldn't have anything to do with Halloween at all. So you could be scared. Be more scared about your kid getting hit by a car by some idiot racing through the neighborhood on Halloween instead of driving Drunk. extra slow. Yeah. You know, because it's Halloween. What all does right? that mean? It means... Drive if you have to drive in the dark in your neighborhood. You're coming home. It's dark. Halloween has started. Why don't have the headlights on? It's still though. You're driving too fast. You got to be careful. Kids are in the street. Be careful. All right. My gosh. And by the and now and since we're all scared about that, now Halloween starts in the morning. We don't want to have kids out in the dark. True. True. I agree with that. I, mean, it's I agree with that. Ridiculous. You should be coming around 12 o'clock at lunchtime <laughs> through my house for candy. Which, by the way, if you do that at my house, I'm going to tell you later on in this uh, broadcast how you can get away, uh, how you can get away with that. Oh. Oh, is that the phone ringing? Well, 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 the phone has finally rung from the man himself, Russ McCamey. Russ. How are you doing? How are you doing? How in the world are you, my friend? 
It's been a hectic uh, last uh, five or six days, I'll tell you that. I believe that. So, Russ, uh, of course, you are the uh, proprietor of McCamey's Manor. Uh, horror house extraordinaire. Uh, many people would call it uh, torture house extraordinaire. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so, I mean, you've got people that want to shut you down. Originally, you were open out on the West Coast, and you smartened up and got the hell out of California. And uh, right. now you have you, – do you still have two places? Well, no, it's it's one place, but we we take people to different locations. So it's it's one haunt, but it takes place in various areas. Gotcha. So Tennessee, Alabama, blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay. But it's still one location now. So originally, what gave you the idea that you wanted – you didn't – did you just want to open up a regular, you know, house of horrors kind of ride thrill for people? And then it, it just spawned into this or was this your original plan? Well, I've always been involved with, you know, theater and, and movies and acting and all that from a real young age. And so I was always doing some sort of a version of a haunted house for my whole life. Okay. Even when I was, even when I was out to sea in the Navy, I was out to sea for like 17 of my 23 years in the Navy, and I was building haunts <laughs> out to sea for the guys. So it didn't matter where I was at. I was always building haunted houses. That had, to, then, go, you know, that had to go over good. It did. Are you kidding me? Because when you're floating around for, for six months, you know, you want some entertainment. And, uh, yeah, they loved it, of That's course. Really absolutely. Funny. That's really funny. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was interesting out there. So it just, you know, it's always it's always been there. But the thing is that every year that you do it, you have to try to up yourself. You got to you got to up the game, you know. Right. And um so now after all these years, it just kind of was a natural progression to be where it is now as this extreme over the top out of the box thinking type of a situation. And um, I'm actually, you know, really proud of it cuz it's I mean, what other haunt has gotten the world, and I say the world, as upset as McCamey Manor? Not many. <laughs> no, not not many, if any. Not many, if, if any. any. So, <laughs> all right, so McCamey Manor, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, is a, a horror house or a house of torture or what, what do you call it? I call it a survival horror boot camp experience because it's really like, it is your own personalized experience where you're going to live your own horror movie. You're going to live everything you've ever seen in all these, you know, cheesy movies from down from whenever years right. gone by. And you're going to do all that stuff, not just sit back and be a passive bystander. You're going to actually be the star of my movie because I'm making a movie of you as you're going through everything. So wow. it's quite complicated, but. You know, a lot of people get all upset if you call it a haunted house, but it really is a haunted house because I use every, every kind of, uh, every kind of deal that you'd find in a haunted house. You're going to find at the manor. It's not just the craziness that people think. You know, you're going to have boo haunts. You're going to have people jumping out at you. You're going to have a lot of static props and special effects. So you're going to have all that, all the ingredients of a normal haunted house. You're going to have at the manor, you're just going to have a lot of other things as well. So if I want to go through uh, the manor, uh, mm -hmm. I have to uh, 
do what? I have to reach out to you and say, hey, I want to go through your manor, and you yeah. make me fill out a, uh, a a waiver form, correct? Yeah, so so that's a, that, that's a good question. So if, if someone like yourself, I'm sure we'll get you down here, <laughs> is, is interested in participating, they need to go on, on Facebook, and they need to type in McKamey Manor, and they need to find the closed group that's got like 30,000 right. viewers in it. And that's the one where they go to and they get into that group and then they contact the moderators. And then they say, look, I want to take a tour. And then we, then we schedule them for a screening to find out if they're the right kind of contestant. So you just don't show up. You got to go through this lengthy screening process to make sure you're not some knucklehead because this is a, a, a no knucklehead zone. And so if I just show up, you throw me off? Tell me to get out. Yeah, yeah, I had to throw you out okay. because because you got to get your medical letters first. You got to have a a psych check saying that you're you know phys- physically and psychologically cleared to go. You got to have proof of of medical insurance. You got to be able to sign the forty page waiver. You got to have a background check done on you. You have to do a drug screening. Oh, it's so like that. I said, no. So uh, no we, can, we, can we stop some of that for me? <laughs> just just, pat, know, we might, oh, just over no, never mind that don't worry about that we might we might be able to work something out for you <laughs> maybe so, so okay so, so people really know what they're getting into that's the bottom line and and they're really um you know you can't feel sorry for them like oh i didn't understand they weren't just taken her off the street they really had to jump through some serious hoops to get here right crazy which is which is so surprising that so many people are against this i mean i i, I am i am amazed how we're so many people are against mckamey manor and of course have signed petitions and you said it's been you know even worse the last few days uh yeah that uh because people are voluntarily signing up for this yeah and and they're very misinformed they're like Rush likes to say, LICs. There are you know a lot of low information crowd folks out there right. that just believe that just believe the the crazy rumors on the internet are my movies. And I'll be the first to admit, all the movies that I make that causes that 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 starts the big stir up because they look scary. Because yeah. I'm a film, yes, they I'm do. A filmmaker. <laughs> yes, yeah, they so do. I so I, they supposed to look scary. They're not Mary Poppins. It's supposed to look kind of frightening. So. Um, so I understand the, all the ruckus, but it, it does shock me because this is this is not a business. Keep this in mind. This is just some guy's hobby. That'd be like if you if you enjoyed flying remote control airplanes, but your neighbor said, "No, you do not, man. We don't like that stuff. We're going to start a petition." And you know, it's the same exact thing because I'm not making money on this. I've never made a single penny on this. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about yeah. that. The 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 money. And I mean, did you hit the lotto? The government. You're 23 years in the Navy. Are paying you that much yeah. money? Uh, I mean, how how are you paying for this? Uh, yeah, you can just strike it rich when you, if you join the military. You know, I know that. Time. I understand. There's big money. The big money there. <laughs> but uh, no, I just uh, it's just my passion. Just like we all have our passions of things we like to do. And so I saved my money throughout the years. And I can tell you, throughout the years, I put in well over a million dollars into this crazy thing. And because, you know, I buy all these high end special effects and props and all and that stuff's expensive. And uh, so I've just been able to save, use my IRA, use my retirement fund. 
I just, it's, it's stupid. I mean, I'm the dumbest businessman in the world. Absolutely the lamest that you're, that you're ever going to find. So I you're, mean, not making, else, you're not making any money on this. I'm not making any money, and I lose money. I mean, what about the films? Anything like that? I mean, you're getting anything from that? No, nothing there, because it's just just all YouTube, and so I'm not not monetized. So YouTube does not like to monetize everybody or everything. Yeah, I'm well aware of that. Yeah, so I've never been monetized on YouTube. So it's strictly just a passion of the heart uh, doing this crazy little haunt just for the fans. But, yeah, I, I wish I could make money with it. Um, I mean, because I think it's a it's a money making deal if somebody could find a way to to make money, but you have to be really careful because once you open up the whole thing about charging, then you've got all these people who want to shut me down. You've got ways for them to do that because now they can say, "Oh, he's not up to code, or his his zoning isn't correct, or this or that," or right. and now he's making money. But if you do it as a hobby. It makes it more difficult for these rascals to try and shut me down. But they try. I mean, just, you know, coming up this weekend or coming up next week, I've got the uh, the fire the fire guys coming out to see if we're up to code for fire. I'm thinking, well, this is just a, a house. This is just a, you know, a personal house. And they're like, yeah, 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 but we got complaints. Be we have to come code. out and check. Right. You know, but there's no, there's you know, they're not going to find anything, but they keep on doing whatever they can do to try to find something that's going to stick on the wall. So it's just part of the deal. After it's a, it's a cat and mouse game the entire time. Well, you have had other issues with, uh, uh, of the authorities being called with thinking that, uh, people were being, uh, harmed and, uh, right. They, they, we find out that that's not true. Right. Of course. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that's why I film every single subject in great detail. So whenever there's any interaction going on, there's a camera on somebody because that's, that saved me numerous times. So I can show the authorities. They say, yeah, but this person claims that this happened and that happened. Well, let's take a look at the footage. And then they come back and they go, well, that didn't happen at all. Did it? Nope. And and the reason being is because this is a very mental game. It's not a physical game. Um, especially the new show desolation is very mental and everybody knows that I use hypnosis. I mean, that's no secret. And so when you use hypnosis, I can, you know, quite easily make a contestant believe something that's not really happening, and they're going to walk away thinking that, you know, they had, a, they had a dealing with a great white shark or something. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I can put somebody in a little kiddie pool with three inches of water and tell them there's a shark in there with them. They're going to freak out and have a major panic attack. And, and so if I can do that with that, then I can make people believe all kinds of goofy things. Okay, so and that's go ahead. No, no, I, I, I and I, and I believe you. I believe that. But you mentioned this the, with the new show, Desolation. Okay, so right. I so I, am I picking what I want to have happen to me inside of your main show, Desolation, or is Desolation something separate? Well, I'm I'm just trying to figure out how like if if I want if I come and say Russ, all right, here we go. I, if I passed all your uh, your sure. hurdles about uh, getting in, which by the way, some of them are still going to have to be uh, looked over for me, <laughs> and uh, uh, and and we come in and I say yes, I want to be, you know, I want to be kidnapped and I want to be drugged behind a truck or I want to you know I want to jump off a cliff and pretend I'm flying but I don't and I survive the fall or whatever it is that I want. Sure, sure. And is that 
part of then other things that you've created inside of this desolation or is it a separate complete show no it's kind of what we created inside it's, okay. it's mckinney manor's desolation so you're absolutely correct after you read the contract which i sit with you and go over this crazy contract which is where the hypnosis comes into play as well that's where it all it all kind of starts then you're going to know everything that's coming your way. And you also get two off-limit items. So if there's two things in particular that you don't want to have, like if you don't want your tooth pulled without Novocaine, doggone it, then you put that down there and your, <laughs> and your, de- and your dental work <laughs> will be untouched. So, so it, and then I'll ask you, all right, you've read everything here. Now, what do you really want to do? Jesse, what do you really want to do? Well, Russ, I want to do this and that. Okay, well, we can do that. And so we'll definitely uh, gear the tour towards what you want to do and also, even more importantly, what scares you. Because we'll right. find out. We'll, you know, we'll talk to your friends and your family and your coworkers, and you'll be surprised how oh. easy they are to, to throw you under the bus, my nope. friend. No, I wouldn't. You know. <laughs> You wouldn't be surprised. No, I would not. That happens daily as it is. There you go. There you go. So that's how that works out. And, okay. Uh, so, so yeah. All right. And and now uh, and one of the things that uh, everybody is uh, that I've talked to about uh, talking to you. And by the way, thank you, Russ McCamey from sure. McCamey. I really appreciate you taking the time out for me, and I, and I appreciate it very much. Um, you bet. The. Uh, you ask people to bring dog food, and you're not saying that's a payment. That's like a donation or whatever, right? Correct. So, correct, are yeah. you? Do you have like this collection of eight billion pounds of dog food now that you're giving out to dogs everywhere in Tennessee, or what's up with that? Well, it start. It started with doing just that because in Tennessee, unfortunately, there's a lot of stray dogs around. A lot of them. What about the and animals? Gross. Anyway, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a little drum right there. I love it. I love it. Thank you. And so, and so, uh, when we first started, yeah, the the dog food was going towards all these strays, and then the strays started becoming um, like, hey, this is a good place to go. This Russ guy, right. he's all right, right. And so, and so, then I now have a collection of of five really lovable but big and um, I got goofy. news. I got news for you. Those aren't strays anymore. Yeah, you're right. They're not strays anymore. So, so the dog food now goes to these little rascals and any other little rascals that we find out they're floating around uh, around the neighborhood. So, and um, there's there's plenty to go around. There's plenty of strays to go around. Uh, unfortunately, I wish there wasn't, but unfortunately, there are. So, um, is there anything? Well, before I get to that question, let me since we're talking about payment and and donations. You're not doing this alone. You have help. So, I mean, you have other actors, torturers, whatever, I mean, whatever you, whatever you call them, helpers, uh, that are, you know, doing this, uh, this show with you. Are they doing that free of charge as well? I mean, or are you paying them in dog food? I'm, I'm wondering how, how you're getting these people. All right. So, actually, there are no other actors. It's oh. only me. So, and that's what you got to look at. How can one guy, it's just me. It's just my mind against yours. How can one guy get the kind of results that I get through every single experience? It doesn't matter how tough and 
whatever they are, I get the same results where I can break them down. And the way I do that, again, is mental. So I don't use anybody. Those old days, those old movies where you see these big bearded burly guys roughing somebody up, yelling and screaming at you, those days are all gone. Desolation is a very quiet Dude, very calming experience. Don't try. Don't try to but, hypnotize me now. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't try it. I know. <laughs> so, so that's how it works. It's just me against the contestant. That's it. There is nobody else. Believe it or not. Wow. So, um, is there anything? Uh, and we've t- we've seen you know we've seen the movies and we've talked about people who are locked into coffins with insects and spiders and you know they're faces held in water and uh, just on and on and on some of the different uh, scenarios that happen at McCamey Manor. Is there anything that you won't do? Absolutely. There'll never be anything sexual. There'll never be anything inappropriate. And there'll never be anything about religion. Okay, so what's inappropriate? Any, you know, like whispering in your ear some nasty little comment or trying to get to you, trying to get to you, um, trying to get you to squirm by just saying some inappropriate comments. I'm very, it's a very PG 13 type of adventure. It's like an Indiana Jones ride on steroids. In fact, you probably know this, but there's no cussing. If you cuss, then you lose $500 every time you say a cuss word because everybody starts out with $20,000. And it's their job to try to make it to the very end. And if they make it to the very end, then they get to keep that remaining amount. But if you cuss, that's $500 right there taken off the, off, the, off the top. If you can't complete a particular task or stunt, then you lose $500 and it goes on and on and on. But you have to last 10 hours, Jesse, once the <laughs> clock starts. And 10 hours... Ain't nobody gonna last ten hours. And you say that. You say that has any has anyone lasted the ten hours? Heck, no, not even close. Oh, see, not even. Now you're getting cocky. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm so overly confident now. I'm waiting for that person again. I'm waiting for you, Jesse. I think you might be the one. <laughs> I mean, ten hours. That's a long time, my friend. That's a long. It's time. a long time. And that's just once the clock starts. You know, there's all this other nonsense going on before you start the clock, but you got to get that key. You got to open that first door. You got to start the first deal. And if you're too scared to even get to that point, then it's going to be a long, long day for you. <laughs> so, so far, what's the, who, who's made it the longest? Was there anyone that you thought, oh, they're going to do it? And then they crapped out at nine and a half hours. No, no one's lasted that long hour-wise, but they, I, I do have one contestant, and this is a, she's, she's great. You guys would actually love her on your show. She's this, she's this um, upper-income business person who, who lives and works in Washington, D.C., total professional, you know, someone that you think would never, never in a million years like this kind of thing. But she's been here nine times. Wow. And she's going to be here another time on, in, in, um, in, in November for her 10th time. That's not Katie and Hill, so, is it? Because she just re- resigned. No, <laughs> it's not. Okay, okay, let's check. But, but, but we've counted up the amount of hours that she's been in here actually doing activities, and she's been in here 45 hours doing wow. new and different activities. But she's Everything never completed it. 
but she's never completed it. That's how that's how large it is because she's never she's never actually started the clock. So that's what's hard to wrap your head around. You yes, know, how it is. Being here forty five hours, but not start the clock because all these different stunts require you to get to a certain portion, a certain certain level before that clock starts. And so even this this superwoman. She would stop before she actually got to the clock portion. And then, then we'd say, okay, do you want to actually quit, Koi, or do you just want to move on to something else? No, no, I want to move on to something else. Okay, let's move on to something else. Let's try this. And that just went on and on and on and on and on. And, and she was great. And, you know, the, yeah, she was great because she didn't win. She was great because she didn't win. <laughs> so <laughs> you got I, that right. But she's been there all this time. I mean, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around. I have to jump through some hoops before I actually start the clock. And yeah, that, and you, that, you have to. Those you hoops, find it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Those hoops can be multiple hoops, not just one. It's basically just one. You basically got to like get to a key and open a door, and you're good. Okay. But people freak out. And again, you know, uh, mental wise, I can really put the little whammy on you and. And, and by the time you start the tour, you've already been here seven hours. He's taken so you it's three not to four 10 hours. hours. Well, it's more than that, right? Yeah. So it comes out to about 17, right? So you've already been here half a day learning what to do. I'm basically instructing you during the daytime how to do all these things that you need to do. So, okay. so no, nobody can ever tell you or anybody else, I didn't know this was going to happen. They know exactly what's going to happen, and I tell them how it works, how to get out of it, what the trick is, and, you know, they know everything about everything. And then when the sun goes down, now it's the serious part of the show, and now they have to remember all the things that I taught them and try to keep that all concise there once they're panicky and once they're nervous and once they're just in a real crazy state of mind. And that's easier said than done. When you're in that panic right. mode, yeah. it's hard to remember all the things that I taught you. Right. And then so it's, that's, it's the, that's the argument. I, if I, I did not cuss. I, yes, you did. Look at the tape. You got scared. Exactly. Exactly. So you know how it works. <laughs> you know exactly how it works. You're, so smart. you're smart. At what point, at what point uh, if, I, if I go through the hoop and I turn the key and I'm involved, and I'm inside, and I realize. I mean, obviously, people who uh, get scared and are in the in in the in the show, uh, right? They reach a point where you go, "Oh my god, I can't go on! I can't go on! I can't go on!" Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's almost. Do you do you automatically stop and say, "Okay, you're done," or is do I have to have a special you know a special password? You got a you got a special safe word, you know. My name is Jesse. I came all the way from the blaze just to take on McCamey Manor. McCamey Manor ate my lunch, took my milk money, and kicked my butt, and I quit. And you really don't want to do this. So right. There's your safe phrase right there. So uh, I just uh, I was wondering. Um, I'm still struggling why you're taking such a hit for this. Why are you taking I know, me such too. a hit for me this? too. Because this is this is purely entertainment. This is smoke and mirrors. Clearly I'm not some psychopath like they right. try to make me out to be. 
and I'm the kind of guy you'd want to hang out with, and and uh, I'm a I'm a fun I'm a fun loving kind of guy. I'm just a senior. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all it's all in my mind. At least in my mind, I'm this fun loving guy, and uh, and so it's all just entertainment. It's smoke and mirrors. Nobody and you got to Here's the thing. Here here's the bottom line. At the end of the day, and I hate that phrase. Um, you got to think. Why has there never been any actual law enforcement issues? Why has there never been any any lawsuits? Why? 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 You know this torture. He's torturing people. Right. And you got to you got to put your logic cap on and think. If it was really torture, would I really be sitting here talking to you to, to talking to you today? Would I really? No, I'd be in the old birdcage yeah. feed or someplace in jail. You know, and um, so clearly there's something a lot more going on magic-wise. Boy, no I'm kidding. a magician, yeah. you know, and, and so clearly if there was something really going on, I would be in trouble. So I, really, I just, be be, just between you and me, really, what you're doing yeah. is you're, just, you, you, you you're, you're just hypnotizing people and sitting them in a chair and making them believe all this stuff is happening. I mean, Ab- really, absolutely. that's what you're doing. Absolutely. And, and <laughs> if, you think of, if you think about it, logically – that has a major factor to it yeah. now, because that granted they're walking through things, they're doing stuff. But if I, if I've got control of their little noggin, then yeah. I can really up the ante to a degree to where they're really thinking that this is something Boy, really funny. terrifying and it is terrifying, but it's terrifying in a safe way. Right. And that's why you, Jesse, would be okay as well. <laughs> <laughs> Russ McCamey from McCamey Manor, uh, I really appreciate it. Is there anything else that you'd like people to be aware of? I mean, we've covered quite a bit of ground, and I really appreciate it on Halloween. And I know uh, you've probably got somebody waiting for you to uh, you know, unlock the door uh, as we speak. Yeah, there you go. Well, like he said, Jeffy, Absolutely. he's waiting for you. I, well, He's waiting for you, Jeffy, to yeah. come in there and say whatever keyword or <laughs> safe word you have to say to come out of it. He's got to let me. He's and gotta, he invited you last year. He's got to let me slide. So, on so a far, this is the second year you got an open invitation, <laughs> and Jeffy has not come up to no, Tennessee. I, you know, I, I don't even know where Tennessee is anymore. Oh, uh, you I don't know where I, Tennessee is? That's right. Okay. I wish I did. I said, is it still part of the U.S.? I can't. I just, well, not anymore. If, <laughs> if, the, if they get him shut down. It would not be part of the United States. So uh, it's in. Uh, that is true. So that is true. I have to go to the Facebook page, McCamey Manor. And uh, yeah, go to the Facebook there. page. Yeah, because there's like 100 million McCamey Manors, and they're all fake. So go uh, to the one where it's got 30,000 members. That's the real one. Answer the questions. There's three simple questions. Get in that page. And really, from that page, you can watch the live shows happening. You can be a part of everything. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun little page. Nice. And then that, that's where you're going to say, hey, Mr. Admin or Moderator, I want to take the tour. Screen me. Get me set up. And that's how it works. And that's when I'll find out where Tennessee is, because right now. And that's I'm where still, you find out where yeah, Tennessee is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Russ, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. You're very I love kind. It. I love very it. All kind. right, guys. Thank you. All right. Take, Take care, care of yourself. God bless. Welcome back to Chewing the Fat. 
Uh, there you have it. Uh, Russ McCamey from uh, McCamey Manor. Uh, he didn't sound creepy at all. Uh, I know I, I, I have a feeling that everyone has this, and, and I did too, kind of. Uh, I hadn't talked to Russ before, and uh, I kind of have this, you kind of have this idea in your head of what he's going to sound like, you know, the kind of creepiness, you know, that that psychopath kind of talk. So he, he didn't have that. So he hypnotized you. I think he hypnotized himself. Because I was not in the room during the interview because I was scared. If you haven't heard the interview, you can go back and, and listen to it. But I mean, I think he hypnotized himself so he didn't sound like a creep. And then he hypnotized you at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's still it just it's amazing to me that he takes the heat for, that he does. Because uh, you're signing it's not up the first for it. time either. You're signing up for it. It's just amazing. It's a fascinating interview. Uh, a, a nice, nice guy, and I appreciate him coming on today. Uh, and I, I dare I say, uh, the exclusive uh, with uh, Russ McCamey from McCamey. Absolutely. Manor. Other than Netflix doing the Netflix special, you got it. Don't don't bog me down with facts. Don't do it. Other than Netflix, you know. No, and, no, no, I said don't bog me then, down with facts, is what I'm saying. The local station doing an interview with him. Complete exclusive. Right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. That's complete exclusive. He's talked to no one else. Yes, yeah. I'm hypnotized. He's talked to no one else. Other than Netflix and the local TV. Would station. you stop saying that? So, okay, now I, I teased uh, in the opening segment before we talked to Rush that I'm going to give you uh, a couple of ideas on how to get more candy. For those of you listening on Halloween afternoon and evening, okay, and and you can use this next year. If, what if they're not listening yeah. in on Halloween? If you're listening live, not possible. Uh, well, you know, here on the 31st yesterday. of October, 2019, you could use only these yesterday. tricks tonight. If you're listening any other time, keep them in your back pocket for next year. So they can't yeah. use them like a normal day today. I'm sorry. They can't use it like a normal. No, because it's day Halloween. Today. It's the way to get more candy on Halloween. Okay, this is this is Jeff Fisher tactics I've used, and it works. All right, these are tried and tested ways. So these are Jeffy tactics. All right, first, this one I did for I've. It's tough to do now because my kids are older and they, I, you know, the, the, you have a granddaughter. I know, my wife does, and I haven't taken her out yet. Darn, so close! Uh, <laughs> I thought I had you. And uh. I haven't taken her out yet. That'll be, that's coming soon. So this is what you do, all right? People always feel bad for little kids that don't have a lot of candy in their candy bag. And they always feel bad. You go up to the door, you go, trick or treat, and you open up the bag. And the kids that have, you know, full bags of candy, they throw it, you know, a couple of pieces. Let's say you have the little candy bars, and you throw a couple of candy bars in that bag, and you move on. And especially if you go up with multiple children, all right? So... You want them to go up with, you know, one or two kids or whoever they're going up with. But you want to be the one that goes up there and says, trick or treat, and have the bag that's only got a few candies in it. Because it's like you just started, and people feel bad, so they give you more candy. Because they go, oh, look, you just got started, and they throw in, you know, two handfuls of the little bars. Or throw in an extra big bar. Or they give you more candy, because you're just getting started, you don't hardly have any candy in your bag. Okay. That's why as a parent, this is your job, imperative, that you always bring two or three extra grocery bags with you so that when the bag starts getting close to half full, you dump it into the grocery bags and carry it back at the sidewalk so the kid's bag has only got just a few candies in it. 
you make a haul. You, you continue to, the haul gets bigger and bigger because people, every house feel bad for your kid for not having very much candy. I mean, you're welcome. And it's tried and tested. It works. Works. Now, the last couple of years, I've found a way for you to enhance. This is actually can get you more candy or it can save you a little bit of money. Okay. You don't want to have your lights off and not give out candy at your house because people are, it's the neighborhood. People get mad. There's, oh, he's, there's a young couple. There's a family there. They, they should be giving out candy. It's ridiculous. And you get toilet papered, egg, bushes cut up. Bad things happen around your house. It's possible that could happen. And uh, because the kids are, are, they're mad at you. So what you do is you turn your light on. Happy Halloween. You you want people to come up to the house to get their candy. You put out a big bowl, a giant bowl outside of your front door with a sign that says take one in the bowl. Okay? Take one in the bowl. And you can put up on top, you know, hey, gone trick-or-treating, take one. You You don't put any candy in the bowl. So when you go up to the bowl, people come up to the bowl, they go, oh, my gosh. Everybody's taking all the candy and they move on. So you either don't have to buy any candy or the candy that you bought. It's yours. I mean, happy Halloween from chewing the fat. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcast. Babies are scary. Well, I got to tell you though, just as a side note, uh, if I would, if you're living in uh, many parts of the U.S. tonight, uh, dress your kids warmly and then put the outfit on. Dude, it's a little, like seventeen a little nippy outside. out there. Nippy. I mean, it, was, it was good. A little nippy this morning. Here it was like in, uh, fourteen degrees. The North Texas is a little nippy, and uh, it's even nippier when uh, where you're staying doesn't have a roof. I'm just saying. Oh, how's that going? That's going great. Perfect. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, look, the the roofing company has left tiles in the driveway. So, hey, we're moving up. And we're moving, we're up. moving up. So Yep, and then the tarp is still up, or did problem. we lose oh, it yeah. the last no, time? Up. It's up, okay. Up. So it's fine. Don't okay. worry. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. And Max it. is sleeping in his room, right? Everything's fine. Yeah, no. But everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm sorry? <laughs> everything's fine. Where's he sleeping? Don't worry about it. He sleeps. I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't go to the second I floor. I don't go to the second floor anymore. Yeah. No. If, and if they want me to a couple times, and I'm like, eh, no. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry? Uh, they ain't, no. Not doing it. But dad, no. Not doing it. Take a picture. Just text me a picture. A pic. Yeah, text me a picture You're one of, of what those you want parents, me to see. You? That's so sad. <laughs> Remember to subscribe to Chewing the Fat uh, with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. It's, and, and it's easiest for you to subscribe by just going to theblaze.com slash podcast. Click on Chewing the Fat, and then we give you all the options you can subscribe to. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, and the only one that matters is iTunes. Uh, except if you don't have uh, Apple product, and then you want to do iHeartRadio or Stitcher or Spotify yeah, uh, but Google. iPhone, you know, iTunes, boop, done. Yeah, unless you don't have the Apple product. Well, if you don't have an Apple product, what are you doing with your life? Uh, I don't know, being part of the uh, uh, the, the overwhelming crowd of, of, the of the world. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Well, you know, it's just me. Okay. But uh, be sure to subscribe. And by uh, the way, uh, this is the only podcast bringing you exclusive interviews. Thank you. Thank you, because my friend. this week was a great week for Chewing the Fat. Lauren and Julia only gave two interviews. 
the Chagma girls. We talked to Julia? Yeah, Julia. I thought we talked to Julia. Well, I said it in Spanish. Talk to them. They only gave two interviews, TMZ and Chewing the Fat. Uh, you're welcome. Then we have Manor Guy. Russ. When Russ was on with us. That was a that was complete a exclusive. Completely exclusive, except for, you know, the local and, you know, the other one that he gave. You know, he gave uh, Netflix. Yeah, but, but we were exclusive, though, is what I'm saying. Exclusive yeah. podcast interview. Thank you. I'll give you that. Thank you. After Netflix and the local station, no, they gave him a, an interview, too. But, you know, and then next week, we have another different one. And this one is going to, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag just yet. But you have to subscribe because next week, November 6th, is going to be a good day for Jeff Fisher. Okay. That's, that interview. Unlike all the other days, which are no, good days no, here no, on no, Chewing no, the Fat. No, no, November 6th. I mean, that's, if that's you subscribe to Chewing the Fat, Boop. we thank you. I mean, I. You give and you I, give, Jeff. Thank you. You know, yeah. I don't I don't like to be the one to say it, no, but, but I give, give and, and I give. And, I, and, I, and it's Saturday. You have your awesome, you know, Building America. We, not Building America. I'm sorry. Uh, America, living the American God, dream. Man. <laughs> it's, not even, it's just American dream. Living the American dream. Living the American dream. Yeah, that's how I pitch it to the guests. We got some woodworking. I just want to be clear. Don't call the episode something that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. I know it's Halloween and it's the, you know, we're celebrating Ooh. the dead, but. Are we cel- no, that's Dia de los Muertos. That's not Halloween. I'm sorry? Dia de los Muertos. That's when we celebrate the dead. What kind of chicken bone thing are you celebrating, man? Dia wow. de los Muertos. That's not Halloween. Wow. I hope you know that. The Latinx community is very upset at you right now. Are they? Yes. Are they? Because you said Halloween is Dia de los Muertos. No, you I said, didn't say that. You said celebrate the dead people. Celebrate the dead with Halloween. Yeah. That's oh, Dia de los Muertos. That is not Halloween. I'm just saying. I can't help it if you're... You're what? You can't do, you, do It's, it's going to be a little <laughs> racist right now. Gonna come racist. By the way, uh, I would like to know, has a uh, cousin of Jeffy contacted you? I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. If Especially when listened- we're in a world, listen, when we're in a world where black jack-o'-lanterns, uh, the oh, sale a- of the black jack-o'-lanterns have been halted because they were racially insensitive. Yeah. A pumpkin I is mean, not black. Come on. Pumpkin when is When you orange. can't dress up in any kind of Halloween outfit because of cultural appropriation. Yep. Come on. You can't dress up as, you know, the, the little cocoa. I, there are some great outfits out there, though, that are tremendous. And I'm not talking about Coco or, you know, a, a three of your buddies dressing up as the mariachi band. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be horrific. Ooh, or Moana. Can uh, I dress up as Moana? Uh, right. Can't do or that. the Black Panther. Can I be the Black Panther? No, you can't be that. I can't be the Black Panther. No, you can't do that. I mean, it's I just like agonizing. There's so many great outfits. Like, my favorite outfit, I think, which isn't cultural Costume, appropriation anymore, but outfit. you'd probably get. I'm sorry? Costume, not outfit. It's an outfit. It's a costume. It's an outfit. It would, you'd probably get in trouble in today's world because the company would say, oh, no, you can't do that. But uh, I saw six guys were dressed up as like a six-pack of Bud Light. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's tremendous. How, how is that something that well, cool? Bud Light might say, no. Well, I guess what, Bud Light, you're, you're stuck. Now, maybe Bud Light wouldn't because they, the they gave the guy that held the two beers and blocked the baseball his own ad. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. And if you haven't seen the ad, it's great. You can, I'll tweet it out uh, uh, on, my, uh, on my Twitter account and my Facebook page, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio and Twitter at JeffyJFR. But uh, the, it's, I think it's only just like a 15-second ad. They gave him tickets to Game 6 to the World Series. I don't know if he was at Game 7 last night. 
Holy cow, what that game. Game seven, game seven uh, the great Washington Nationals uh, won. I missed it because I was watching Glenn's uh, special. Yeah, well, no, I just had it. I had it like uh, oh, the, the mini screen in the yeah, corner. Yeah, you know, okay. Watch so you're watching screen screen. Which one was bigger? Yeah. Oh, Glenn. Oh, the Glenn okay. Beck special. And duh. then at the bottom left, you were watching the. And then the at one seven. point, all of a sudden, I couldn't get the screen and screen to work, and it was just it the was just the World Series. Oh no! I, I don't know what it happened. Must have been a glitch. I called the it, cable company. What they say? We're on it. We're trying to figure oh, it out. We it. don't know what's Did happening. Figure out before the end. What's well, happening? So you know, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, the it was it was tough to watch as a, as I because I really didn't have a, a horse in the race really. Except that, yes, you did. You had the Houston. I I, I was rooting for Houston because we're in Texas, and I wanted and I wanted the uh, the I wanted the t- Houston Astros yeah. to win. Yeah, I want them to win. The home team, yeah. But uh, well, they're not the home team. They're yeah, the, the home Texas team. Rangers are the yeah. home team the here home in team, Dallas, yeah. but they're the home state. Yeah, team. the home team. Yeah. But uh, this was a first World Series as well that no home team has won a game. Yeah, I heard that. That's pretty fascinating. Cool. Really well fascinating. done, Houston. I know. Be proud of that. I know, and this was the year that they won the most home games of any team. Again, well done. I know. You just, finished so strong, Houston. Just Well, actually, they didn't finish strong at all. Exactly. Uh, they finished so strong. By the way, does that mean that that guy lost that bet? Yeah, but he the had mattress? A, Yes, he did. The mattress guy lost, yeah. But he also, uh, I think he had money on another end, on the other end, so... I don't, so it equals out. I don't think it equals out. I don't think it was going to equal out with Houston lost... But he didn't lose as much. He lost eleven million. Okay, instead, of, I mean, who among us? Jeffy, I pee eleven millions every morning. Who among us? I mean, that's just eleven million. Eleven million, Jeffy. What What'd you do with your last eleven million dollars? You know what? I can't even remember. Exactly. So I who cares? Can't even remember. Who cares about eleven million dollars? Thank you. Have a nice day. 